If you are about to jump into a novated lease for the very first time to take advantage of the federal government's tax concessions for EVs and plug-in hybrids, then it's extremely important to get the price of your vehicle beneath the luxury car tax threshold for green cars, which would be $84,916 in the 2022-23 financial year. But the curly question is, what's in and what's out? What is that price? Is it the manufacturer's list price? Is it the driveway price? Is it exclusive of GST? Correct answers, no, no, and no. And if you're just $1 out in your determination, if the tax office thinks you're $1 over, then all of the tax concessions evaporate. So it is kind of critical to get this right. I'm gonna break down exactly what's in and what's out in this video. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Australia only website card. Now, like I always say to the novated leasing virgin, novated leasing is a dead simple concept, dude. The simple bits are you don't pay the GST, so yay. This is a massive saving up front, right? And what you're essentially doing is you're using your pre-tax salary to make the payments on your new car. And this means that some of the money that you would have otherwise just paid to the federal government in tax gets devoted to making the payments on the car. So, double yay. The problem, if there is one, is that there's a lot of complexity. The granular detail of novated leasing gets complex super fast. This report is sponsored by NordVPN. I'm no IT expert, but I've seen enough, especially lately, about data breaches, scams and hacks to know that being online is inherently risky and potentially very costly. You don't have to be tech savvy to use NordVPN. It's a simple one-stop cyber security solution. One click and you are protected from hackers, malware and pop-ups across as many as six devices. Go to nordvpn.com slash AEJC now and you'll get three to 12 months extra time on any two year subscription as part of Nord's 11th birthday celebration. Plus one more bonus month just for using the nordvpn.com slash AEJC link in the description. NordVPN is the world's fastest VPN and it only costs about as much as a cup of coffee every month to keep your data, your identity and your devices secure. NordVPN can also save you money because you can assign your virtual location to another country where, for example, flights and accommodation might be cheaper than they are back home. Same goes for streaming services. You can also access live sporting events and other content that may not be available where you actually live. That's a pretty small price to pay for cyber security, not to mention the potential savings also on the table. Go to nordvpn.com slash AEJC now to get a huge discount off your plan plus a free 11th birthday gift and all that additional free subscription time. Totally risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash AEJC. Link in the description. And thanks to Nord 
for sponsoring this episode. So if you want to qualify for the federal government's zero FBT incentive for eco cars, which would be battery electric vehicles and plug-in hybrids, but not conventional hybrids, the kind that you can't plug in. If you want to qualify for that, it is absolutely essential that you get the value of your vehicle below the threshold, which is $84,916 in the current financial year, which is 2022-2023. But the problem is what's in and what's out, you know? This is a really complex area. It's a great example of the complexity ramping up super fast because if you're looking at the manufacturer's list price and comparing it to the threshold, if you're looking at the driveway price and comparing it to the threshold, if you're taking the GST out of the price and comparing it and doing some kooky calculation like that, then you're playing this game absolutely wrong. So let me break it down for you in a way that makes absolute sense. There's also thorny issues to look at like accessories options, modifications, paint protection, window tinting and other treatments, stamp duty, rego, etc. What is in and what is out? This is a crucial question if you want to avail yourself of the tens of thousands of dollars of savings potentially on the table. So according to the ATO on this page up on the screen right now, the $84,916 includes the GST. So even though you will not pay the GST on a vehicle if you go and get a novated lease. The GST on that vehicle is included in the computation of the threshold. So where you sit in relation to the threshold includes the GST. It also includes the customs duty, which you might think of as the import tariff on the car. And this is an area where there's significant complexity as well, because we have free trade agreements with Japan, South Korea, Thailand, China and the USA. And this means that there is no import duty on vehicles sourced from those countries. Mainly, it's payable on vehicles sourced from Europe. Just to digress on import duty, okay, we don't know what the import duty is on vehicles which are subject to import tariffs, okay? And that's because it's commercially in confidence. The reason it's not disclosed, and it's just wrapped up in the price, is because if we did know the import duty, we'd be able to decompile the landed price of the car, and then we'd be able to compare that to the driveaway price, and that would allow us to reverse engineer the car company's profit margins on all of those cars, and they would really, really hate that. So on cars where import duty is payable, it's not disclosed, it's just wrapped up in the price. But for most cars, which ordinary Australians buy, there is no import duty payable. But if there is, it is included in the determination of the value of your vehicle in comparison to the threshold for FBT exemption. Dealer delivery is also included. And so is statutory and uh, standard warranties for cars. Now, the reason dealer delivery and the warranty situation is in place is this is to prevent dealers and car makers from fudging the books, okay? If the dealer could charge you $10,000 dealer delivery and knock 
$8,000 off the price of the car and thereby artificially lower the value for the computation of LCT, then that would be a fudge, okay? And that's why those two things are included in the determination of where you are relative to the luxury car tax threshold. Accessories are also included. Now, accessories include things like tow bars, and you have to be very careful if you're getting close to the limit because it's easy to keep ticking the boxes, dude. It's easy to go, yeah, I want a tow bar. Yes, I've always wanted that genuine saxophone holder for the roof sort of thing. And if you keep ticking the boxes, it's very easy to blow the threshold if you're already close with the base car. Modifications are also included. So if, for example, you get the dealer to fit for you an aftermarket dash cam and that goes on the price of the new vehicle, then it's included for the determination of where you are on the threshold. The only time modifications are not included is if that modification is to facilitate driving of that vehicle by a disabled person. So disability modifications are exempt, but all other modifications are included in the price. And then there's treatments like paint protection and window tinting and rust proofing, even though modern cars don't need rust proofing and they certainly don't need paint protection. Plenty of people tick those boxes. If you keep ticking those boxes, it jams the luxury value price up closer and closer to the threshold, which you must not step over by even unos dollar. Okay, so the final thing that is included is fleet rebates, run out model support incentive payments, quote, and any other motor vehicle incentive payments that are a third party consideration. So that what that is what goes into the determination of the value of the car in comparison to the luxury car tax threshold. There are a few things that are out, however, and the ATO details those as well. It does not include other Australian taxes. So the GST is in, and the import tariff, if it is paid at all, is in, but other Australian taxes not included. So rego, transfer fees, stamp duty, number plate fees, things of this nature not included, right? Compulsory third-party insurance not included. Extended warranties, which you should never buy because they're just a waste of money, not included, okay? Costs associated with financing the car, unquote, not included. So presumably that means loan application fees and other finance fees of this nature, not included. And service plans. So if you sign up for a couple of thousand bucks worth of servicing and bundle all that up, it's not included in the price. That 2000 bucks or whatever it costs you for all those services is not going to be part of the luxury car tax determination, all right? So I've done a couple of real-world examples here which you might find interesting, and they concern two cars that on paper are really similar but are vastly different in the context of how they will be treated for FBT exemption. One is in and one is out, okay? The Ionic 5, so this is the Hyundai Ionic 5, the Technic, which is mid-spec, okay, drive-away price in New South Wales, according to Redbook, $85,603. So if you look at the drive-away price and you go, oh, what a shame, that's over the threshold, you're wrong. 
okay? Because if you take away the rego, the stamp duty, the CTP and the number plate fee, which totals, according to Redbook, $4,214, you're back to roughly $81,400. So you are comfortably inside the window with the Ionic 5 Technic, even though when you look at the price online on their configurator, their driveway price calculator, it appears to be over the value, but in fact, it's not, okay? However, if you start ticking the boxes, dude, if you add the $549 15 amp power brick thingo that you can charge if you've got a 15 amp power point in your garage, which gives you roughly 50% more charging capacity than the standard Giga, $549, then let's say you add a $1,490 genuine tow bar to that car. And then if you tick the box for window tinting and paint protection, and if the, you get the dealer to fit that dash cam you've always wanted, so that if somebody runs into your shiny new Ionic 5 in the Coles car park, you can at least stand some chance of identifying the rego plate of the vehicle that did it, then you're going to disqualify yourself because you will be above that threshold and that's uh, that's just an example of where you've got to be super careful okay the ionic 6 technic which is essentially the same powertrain in a slightly different body okay drive away in new south wales 89,955 again according to redbook if you take away the rego the stamp duty the ctp and the number plate fee of 4,566 you're at roughly 85,400 so that is unacceptable if you want to capitalise on those massive FBT savings. And uh, you can't sidestep the GST on the car either if you, if you go for that base car. And you'll blow the limit, albeit by less than 500 bucks. It doesn't matter. One dollar over is too many dollars over and you will not qualify. So this is why you've got to be so careful. So what I'd say is that in practice... Rego and all of those statutory charges, they vary from state to state. So I can't give you a definitive answer on exactly what the price point is that you must be below, right? What you've got to do in practice is exactly that pricing exercise that I've just done. And the ballpark is that if you're under about 89,000 bucks total drive away price inclusive of GST, you're going to be close to the threshold, but it's probably doable. However, in this environment, dude, I would suggest in the strongest possible terms that you measure twice and cut once, because if you make a $1 mistake here, you could blow tens of thousands of dollars of potential saving and be up for the payment of all of these things, FBT and GST, that you were absolutely not expecting but which you've signed up for because you've signed the contract for the loan and the car and now you're committed and it's just a horrible mistake. So if you really need guidance on all of this, I would strongly suggest bouncing all of the numbers off your accountant or some other properly qualified financial advisor before you step just $1 over the line and watch all of those benefits just go up in flames.